This Seattle Medium podcast is sponsored by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.seataxshops.com. Odessa Brown Children's Clinic recently announced the location of their new central area location. And with me this morning to talk about the new facility is Antoinette Lyons, Manager of Community Health Programs and Advocacy for Seattle Children's Odessa Brown Children's Clinic. Good morning, Antoinette. Good morning, Chris. How are you? I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me this morning. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, Antoinette, the former location of the Central Area Clinic was closed back in 2022 for repairs. And I know there were quite a few people in the community who were concerned about the possibility of the clinic uh, not reopening and losing the services provided by the clinic uh, in the central area for good. But uh, this news is exciting, not only uh, to the community, but I'm sure to the staff as well. Oh, goodness. Yeah, we are rooted in the CD in the historic black community. And um We've never left, right? So we've always been providing care to our families in that area, but we're so excited um, to be able to now have a new location to be able to serve families, to really expand our behavioral health approach, and to be able to really um, provide a service that is really critically needed. Our staff is so excited, um, you know, like just to be able to come back to the community, just be able to smell that friend's bakery. We're like, yes, we need that in our lives. <laughs> We're very excited to come back. <laughs> right. And, and let's talk about the new location a little bit because um, it is close to the old location. So yeah. it's not like people have to um, travel very far outside of uh, what they were normally accustomed to in order yeah. to get services at the clinic. Yeah, it's it's literally within three blocks, and um, it was funny. One of our providers said, "Oh, you know, I could jog there," and I was like, "Well, that's that's cute. I couldn't, but I could walk there fast." So um, <laughs> it's really close and um, still accessible through bus lines, and um, so we're we're happy that we were um, we didn't have to move far away, and folks didn't have to kind of learn a new area or anything. So good to right. be there. Right. And can you talk a little bit about the selection process? Uh, for the new location? Because I understand there were uh, a couple of different locations that were under consideration. Yeah, so um, our team has been working, you know, quietly behind the scenes since we um, actually had to make the really tough decision to um, stop services at the Yesler Clinic. And, um, you know, real estate in the CD is, is difficult to come by. And um, for the type of services that we need to provide, you know, medical and um, behavioral health, so we need office space, we need, you know, plumbing, you know, just to get <laughs> a little bit more technical. <laughs> we need, we, there's a lot of things that we need. And so, um, you know, we were, we were committed to staying within the, 
the footprint of our Yesboro location. And so that really um, was something that our team worked really hard with it, uh, with trying to achieve for families. And um, we really had to get really creative and look at spaces that we wouldn't normally have looked at um, for a health clinic. And so that's how, you know, we found this space. And um, it was something that, you know, when we found it, you know, as teams started to kind of go through and tour and look, we were like, yep, we can kind of, we can see this coming to life. We can see this space being what our families need from us. Right. And parking, and, of course, was important. Yeah, <laughs> our families right. have always told us we need parking, so that was another big consideration. Right. And the new location is on Jackson. If I'm... Yep. Right. 1711. Yep. 1711 Jackson. Yes. Uh, and, you know, I want to expand upon that a little more because, you know, I think you, you hit on a good point about things that are specific that uh, you all needed in a building in order to uh, be able to host your facility there. And I don't think people take into consideration, you know, all the things that go into, you know, having a medical clinic um, yeah. like uh, Odessa Brown's Children's Clinic, you know, in in the community. I mean, there are. Um, other organizations that kind of put up, uh, for lack of a better term, and not to be disrespectful what they're doing, but more of a pop-up clinic um, yeah. where the services are very limited. But um, can you kind of talk about um, some of the things that had really had to take? I mean, you talked about plumbing and things of nature, but, you know, there's um, all these different things that have to be taken into consideration for a building, especially when you talk about a children's clinic. Yeah. So, you know, when you're when you're thinking of a clinic, when we were thinking of a clinic, we're committed to this. We're 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 committed to the CD, right? And so we didn't want it to be a space that um, was going to just be something that we were just going to be there for a hot second and then we were going to leave. Um, we needed something that was going to um, give us the time that we need to be able to um, have um, a established footprint in this area, right? So we needed, like I said, we needed plumbing. We needed access to parking for our families. We needed access to a bus line. Um, we needed suitable space, right? We needed the room um, that we, um, our families have been telling us, you know, that they need expanded behavioral health services, right? And so we knew that office spaces were, was going to be important. We knew that having um, like conference room spaces to have group sessions was going to be really important. You know, we have to have, you know, there's all the different requirements that um, you have to adhere to when you're going to open up a building. And so, um, you know, for medical reasons. And so those are the things that we were looking for. And, you know, it just takes, it took a long time for us to, to do that. And, you know, one thing we didn't want to do is just to go in this alone. So we had folks that were um, consulting with us um, throughout this whole entire process. And, you know, those are things that, you know, that people, we don't talk about that, right? It's like, hey, we're, <laughs> we're working with folks who are actually experts in this area of real estate and who are really looking at, you know, um, this really, we have a we have a list of things that we need, and um, we couldn't we just couldn't compromise on a lot of that. Right. And can you talk a little bit about the vision for the clinic? What can the community expect? And you know, what excites you the most about the new location? What really excites me the most is that our community has been telling us they need expanded behavioral health services that. Our youth, our kids are experiencing a mental health crisis at this time. And um, one thing that we really needed to do was to be responsive to that. And that wasn't something that we could put off, you know, for a, a little while. We needed to be responsive to that now. And so now that we are going to be able to really open up this clinic that has this behavioral health focus on expanding the services. So 
Our youth will have access to substance abuse um, treatment. Our youth will have access to, you know, other treatments that, um, you know, people don't really like to talk about too much. You know, we're going to work with kiddos who are coming out of human trafficking. And that's a really big deal for our for our community, for our kids. You know, we live, um, we're right here in this port city and, you know, human trafficking is a big deal in our, in our neighborhood. And um, our kids are victims and we need to be responsive to that. And um, what I'm most excited about is that we, we can now say that, you know what, our community, they've asked this of us. They have asked us repeatedly to be the people that they can turn to in this crisis. And now we're able to deliver on that with having this space dedicated. Right. And that kind of leads me to my next question. I'm, I guess it's in a couple of different tiers, really. Uh, so I was going to ask you about the services that will be available at the new location. But I think I want to, before we really kind of get into some of the basic service, kind of hone in on some of the things that you just talked about. Because, um, you know, people think of a medical facility, especially people who, you know, are, are older and, and utilizing their own life experiences of what a children's clinic was like. I, I don't think people take into consideration the current needs um, that many of our young men and young women need uh, in a medical facility. And so can you kind of talk about how um, the services that you guys are providing have kind of evolved and how that evaluation and referral process might look slightly different now um, and, and how you guys are projecting um, to have a medical facility um, that is providing the services that we need um, for the future based upon what we're seeing today? Yeah, that's a great question. So one thing I always like to, to think about is that um, Odessa Brown is is from the community. We have always been engaged in our community, listening to our community. You know, over 50 years ago when the Odessa Brown Children's Clinic was originally established, it was established because families in the city needed access to health care in their neighborhood. And they told us that they needed medical, they needed dental, they needed behavioral health service all in the same space, right? And so over 50 years ago, that's what we began to do is to do that integration of medical, dental, and behavioral health in one space. And now it's pretty, you know, a lot of people are doing that, right? But I like to say that, you know, 50 years ago, our community gave us those marching orders and we begin to deliver upon that. And so this is today, our families are telling us, this is what we need is we need expanded behavioral health services. So I do believe that this is what is going to be what our families need for us in the future. And now we'll be able to deliver upon that. And, you know, like we're still really working out, you know, like referral processes and all of that. But, you know, once the family comes into Odessa Brown and they say that, you know, these are the services that they need, they are immediately wrapped around um, with our social services teams. With We have community health workers that are um, there to support our families. And so we have um, a multi-pronged approach that we'll be using to supporting our families throughout the crisis of mental health. Right. And it, within the facilities, are you guys able to have um, most, if not all, the services needed? Or will there have to, you know, be a, uh, an approach where they're able to get some services there at Odessa Brown Children's Clinic, but they might have to uh, maybe travel to Othello uh, for some other types of services that might be available or getting uh, referrals to, uh, you know, one of the children's, one of the children's larger hospitals, which 
I, I know when they have specialty care, they do have to go to some of the children's hospitals um, as well. But I'm talking about more of the stuff that you guys ideally are participating in. Is is that going to be more of a one-stop shop, kind of in the same capacity that it was before, or does this? Are there space limitations that will cause you guys having to do a little bit more referrals throughout the network? Yes. Yeah, so um, one thing we wanted to be really mindful of is that, you know, we have, you know, um, a, a, this opportunity to provide these expanded behavioral health services because overwhelmingly that is what our youth, our families, our community has asked us for. And so we really wanted to be focused in on that. And we really wanted to make sure that we were keeping that at like our North Star throughout this whole entire process. And so services will be tailored towards behavioral health in this space, and then families will be able to access other services that they need throughout, you know, OBCCL Fellow or um, throughout, you know, Seattle Children's if needed. But uh, we will have um, some medical services at the, um, the Jackson location, um, but it is going to be really centered around behavioral health social, and social services. Okay, okay. And then um, specifically, let if we can talk about some of the things that we you talked about before, like for instance, dental. Can we talk and and vision, but specifically dental? Can we talk about a little bit about the importance of having access to dental, like uh, you, we have with the Odessa Brown Children's Clinic? Because I think a lot of times people overlook the importance of um, their oral health as it relates to their overall health. Yeah, um, dental is absolutely important. You know, we always say that once that kiddo gets their first tooth, then that's when they need to come in to see us. Um, and so um, oral health is definitely, you know, part of core services that um, Odessa Brown offers. And that service, because of the wide array of services that you need to have a, a dental clinic, you have to have different gases, you have to have different waters. It's a whole entire um, setup. That is um, a, a big clinic, and that is at our Othello location. So um, folks can, you know, easily um, go down the street to Othello for um, dental services, um, you know, if they are in need of it. And that's what our families, you know, have been um, able to do since we've been closed at our Yesler location. Just going into Othello has seemed pretty convenient for a lot of our families. So we're still very excited that um, families have that option. Right. And Antoinette, um, can we talk a little about legacy a little bit? Because the clinic, and you kind of alluded to some of this before, but the clinic uh, has been in the central area since the 1970s, has been a trusted medical provider for generations of families here in the central area. Um, you know, can you talk about the, uh, the importance from your perspective of a continuation of that legacy serving the area and also make, you know, um, being able to make sure that you guys are positioned as a trusted medical provider right here in the community. Yeah. Um, you know, we, like I said, you know, we are dedicated to the CD. That's where, that's where our roots are, right? That's where we came from. And we're not, we're not leaving the CD. Um, it's, it's home for us. And I think that, you know, one thing that we heard very clearly and when we had the pleasure of announcing this to our staff is that, Oh, we're going home, you know? And so um, we don't take that lightly that we have this over 50 year history um, that our families have continuously chosen us. We don't take that lightly. It's a humbling experience to know that we see generations of families that they trust us with. You know, grandparents are bringing in, 
their their grandkids to see us because they receive services through us. And, you know, like that's a high honor. And um, that is something that we we really strive for every single visit is that this family feels that, you know, we say that we provide quality care with dignity, that every single family that walks through our, our building, that they feel that, that they experience that, and they come back for it. And, you know, so many of our families, you know, they've moved way out of our, um, you know, like, you know, South King County, you know, we have so many families that come to us regularly from Tacoma and Federal Way and Kent and Auburn and Covington and Maple Valley. And, you know, we have folks that come to us um, from the islands, from Gig Harbor and um, Bashon Island and Anacortes, you know, and, you know, traveling uh, around our area, it's, it's not easy, you know. And, um, you know, there, there are clinics that folks can go to in their neighborhoods. And the fact that they choose us, it, it, it's humbling to us and something that we're very proud of. And um, we want to continue to have that, um, that, that reputation. We want to continue to have that partnership with our families um, because we're dedicated to making sure that our families understand that we're here for them for the long term. Right. And, you know, Anson, I'm hearing you speak, and I'm, I'm just, you know, just envisioning the staff. Uh, and, you know, when you talk about people having, you know, traveling that far for medical services, I think it speaks volumes of the staff and their dedication. Um, yeah. And can, can you kind of talk about the cohesiveness, uh, but also some of the, I guess, some of the common traits or characteristics um, that, you see in the staff of uh, Odessa Brown Children's Clinic. I mean, and, and I'm just, I'm talking like from top to bottom, even, you know, when you talk about, um, you know, security guards and yeah. janit- uh, the, the janitorial staff. And it just seems like there's like this cohesive family type environment or warming or nurturing environment, you know, from top to bottom. You know, there really is. You know, we hear from our families all the time. You know, when you come into our building and you see Miss Josie, one of our security officers, or um, Chris out there um, welcoming folks in, you know, it's it's it's, a, an ex, it's experience, right? When you go to check in and you have Miss Tracy or Miss Dina, who everybody who's gone through it, that's a brown nose, Miss Dina, um, you feel you feel welcomed, you feel warm. When Miss William Wilma greets you at the desk, you know, the, our families feel warm and um, when we have, you know, staff that are coming through, when they experience that as well. And so they feel like, oh, this is how you are. This is how we act here. This is how we are with our families. This is how we are with our team members. You know, it's warm. It's um, welcoming. Um, one thing that, you know, we wanted to have um, is you can't build a team. Um, you know, you, you can design it. and But to have that team dynamic, it's, it's difficult. And um, you know, when you have multiple people coming through, they have to feel like they belong and that we are all, you know, I talked about a North Star and our, our real true North Star is that we provide quality care with dignity. So how does that look? How does that feel? And that's what we are always, you know, really sharing and experiencing with our team members. So then they understand and they know and, you know, they just feel like it's normal. You know, we're happy when we see our families, we engage with our families, we we get down and we talk to those kiddos and we, you know, they get to play and, you know, have fun and explore and imagine. And, you know, we're there with them. Um, and it's something that, you know, it, it, it makes for a really fun day. You know, <laughs> it's not a stuffy environment at all. It's fun. It's lively. It's energetic. Every single day, the days go by fast because, um, you know, you're constantly moving and grooving with these kids. 
Right. And Antoinette, I you know, appreciate your time this morning. Um, last question for you, which I'm sure a lot of people in the listening audience are, are eager to find out about, is a time frame for the new location will be open for the public. Time frame. Good question. So we are um, in the process right now of getting, you know, you know a, lot, a lot of paperwork and a lot of fun stuff that we're working through right now. Um, but um, we are hopeful um, to be able to announce really soon, like an actual opening date. I don't have a firm date and I don't want to give, um, you know, um, anything um, too vague. But um, we do have a blog that we have so folks can follow along. We will have live updates on social media. We'll hope to be able to come back and talk to your audience again um, through these interviews. We'll do some other media outreach. Um, but um, please have folks, you know, look at our um, website and check out our social media um, for the most up-to-date um, events. Um, we are going to be having a big community event on October 28th at the New Jackson location. So that'll be fun. There'll be a lot more information to share um, at that event. So um, stay tuned for that. All right. And so, Nat, before you leave, I'm going to ask you to give the, um, the address for the new location and also uh, the information about that event on the 28th one more time. Yeah, so the address is 1711 um, South Jackson Street, and it is our event. Our community event is going to be October 28th from 12 to 2 at the Jackson location. It'll be our first fun event. Um, we're kind of anchoring it with the harvest, and um, it's going to be a really fun event. We've got DJs, we've got face painters, we've got balloons, we've got free food, and you know, all kind of fun and excitement. And uh, we're hoping that. Uh, families come out because it's going to be a lot of good fun. All right. Well, Anson, I want to thank you for joining us on today's show. Thank you for the work that you and all your colleagues and staff are doing at uh, the Dessa Brown Children's Clinic um, here in Seattle. Well, thank you so much for having me. appreciate your time.